Hey, Kerbe. Oh, hello. Hey, my curb style. Coming off my, it was basically my Olympics last night. The season premiere. I'm so happy that you watched. I know. I really don't watch Bachelorette and Bachelor franchises. And I'll tell you why. I cannot stand the cringy ass like intros of them walking up. It's I, I can't even I have to look away. I literally looked away last night. I can't watch it. If you can get past the first couple episodes, it's so worth it. Plus this year, 2020, give us all the shows possible. Like, I know. We need this content. Two like, hours a week. Oh. When the guy was in the straight jacket last night, like that What's was a fuck hard was that? no. Like mental health, everyone. Like that was not no, a, not a good no, look. No, no. They never even addressed that. I literally turned. I turned that one. Like no, 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 no. I could not. Okay, but I was posting some weird memes and stories on our Instagram while I was watching live. Tyler fucking Cameron watched our story. Like, cause I tagged him in that one thing. MVP. I mean, that's probably the closest we'll ever get to that, Zaddy. But yeah. I'm feeling alive, honey. I'm ready. We made it. We made it. When I'm Tyler Cameron watches your story, oh. you can officially die a good person. I am aroused. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going. I'm going now. Um, okay, so let's get to the show. First of all, I was dead at the COVID commentary throughout the beginning for 20 minutes. Like, Wait, they so actually- can you explain to me? So again, Kirby is the bachelorette, like... VIP, not VIP, whatever, like expert. Fanatic. So, like, I don't watch it. So, they were supposed... Did they release the names of the people that were going on it? Yes, but it was, like, months in advance, so they kind of had to recast. Because, so then like, she admitted that she stalked everyone, right? Oh, they, I think they always at least see their photos and stuff before, but... But wasn't Matt James supposed to go on her season? Yes. Because then she called him out for doing cameos. Totally. Okay, so then he didn't go on her So it's a they different needed, people a black bachelor i'm totally, pretty sure yeah. and they just boosted him up but i'm here for it because he seems awesome and he's very easy yeah, in the eyes. he's a snack okay but i was dead at their covid commentary they're like talking us through the process of getting a test as if we haven't lived this nightmare for oh the past God. seven eight months me? they had their facial reactions after and they wouldn't even show them getting tested it was just like yeah. like squinting they're like, like you they're guys like, don't understand we get this thing up our nose like dog like, bitch we know this is like our living nightmare every single day every day yeah oh my god i could not but what did you think of dale I thought he was cute. He was and I so actually hot. like got like goosebumps and like I got hot when they had their interaction. I thought it was gonna be so fake, like so planned, and I was like, oh my god. Yes, you could tell she was like fully shook by it. But him. I think it was amazing because I hate it. I think it's so scripted, but she you know they don't want her to be like, I found my husband. Yes. And she said it, and I was like, good for you. That like, good seemed for- real to me. And they, had like, Chris, like, they pushed Chris Harrison right out there immediately. He's like, Did you just say you found your husband? <laughs> He's and she's like, What like, the hell did you say? <laughs> yeah. That is not in his usual um, But you know me, I like the weird little things. So you know what caught my eye last night? Some guy walked up, I don't know who it was, and he was like a doctor. And then he like grabbed her hand and totally missed it. Oh, I cringed for him so so bad. So cringy. Okay, another weird thing. Like I like the weird little, like weird shit. Yeah. The tile floor. The tile floor, I couldn't. I didn't even notice that. In the mansion. Oh my God, it was the most hideous thing ever. I couldn't stop staring at the tile floor. It was like, ugh. That's so that's bad. on brand for them. It's the it's the titles for me. The male grooming oh specialist. My God. The fuck is that? An elevated barber? Like what is it? Yeah, Are you like manscaping? A, I think guys? it's like a hairstylist, but they're trying not to make it. No offense, like sound very like gay and feminine. Like male grooming. Male grooming specialist. Okay. Do they like wax dudes' balls? Like manscaping a big bush. Yeah. What's going on there? Also, why does every former football player go on this show? Is that the only backup plan it's for them? It's gotta be, right? It's There's the like ch- five on this season. 
Plus we it's had Colton. Jordan and Rogers. Plus like, we had Jordan. They all saw Jordan Rogers and they're like, this is it. This our, is it for me. Our knight in shining armor. <laughs> yeah. This is it for me. Jordan okay. walked so they could run. Don't or, you also think that like, it's the whole show of a season is super ageist. She's 39. She's not 85. Oh, yeah. The whole show is like, she's old as fuck. Like, wait, she's 39. I can't wait to see who says that. Like, out of the oldest bachelor, I expect to Oh, her. yeah. Who could be that level of petty? But it's like, she's not like dry tumbleweed. Like, no. she's got it moist, you know, like. And she looks great. She yeah. really does. She's curvy. I was like, yeah. I think she got a boob job. Those boobs are bigger than no, I remember. Especially in the flashback with Juan Pablo, I was like, something's different. Yeah. And I think they were a couple of things. Yeah, the, for sure. The face is tight. She's got a lot of Botox going on, but she looks good. Yeah, and she looked good. The boobs are larger than they were before. <laughs> larger than <laughs> larger life. Larger than life. Okay, the last thing I want to say about Bachelor, I'm so excited for next week, but Bachelor producers are doing us freaking dirty yeah. with Chicago contestants. They represent Chicago like we're a bunch of losers, okay. honestly. A 40-year-old tool who's a boy band manager? He looks like 2000 and late. What the I hell? I need to stalk him because if he's the manager of boy band review, I'm going to LOL hard because I used to... F- <laughs> I just like need people to know like that is not what Chicago guys are like. They just are picking these weirdos. And like grocery store... Gro- I can't talk. Grocery store Joe... It's fine, but like that's not a Chicago accent. His voice literally makes me go soft, though. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's a no go. Yeah, it's, it's a an no-go. absolute no go. He's cute, but then it's just. Then he opens his mouth, similar to like me. It's like. Ooh. So, I mean, maybe next time around they can make Chicagoans look yeah, a little better. We're good, cool. Like, We're not yeah, that Chicago, bad looking. It's like very like Bill Rancic vibes, like clean cut, hot, like, yes. you know, where's the J. Crew button down, untucked, of course, with some like loafers or chucka boots like we're very clean cut yes. not boy band review manager like luke with yelled up hair that yeah, i haven't seen worst. in 20 years like, the worst oh. Ugh. moving on bachelor so excited we're gonna be dishing every single yeah week i'm gonna try this. to watch every week so you know i can have my opinion but i mean i think it's dale all the way right and i actually really it's thought dale. it was a sweet moment like not it was, produced i'm here for it yeah. i also wonder like how many weeks it's gonna take for us to get into Tasha. yeah I'm ready for her. Bring it on. She was a bad interview, though. She did, like, Entertainment Tonight and Jimmy Kimmel, and she, like, I almost thought she was faking, like, having slow Wi-Fi because, like, the interview, like, ABC, like, whoever, like, media trained her, she was just like, ha, ha, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Jimmy, like, she was just, like, laughing through it, and, like, he was, like, so... she pulls it together. Yeah, whatever. She sucked. Um, But the other big news of the week, we have to talk about it. Yes. Sophia with an F. Call her daddy spinoff. Literally. Has arrived. This is the show and the episode that we've all been waiting for. Obviously, for people that don't know Call Her Daddy, the co-host got into huge into a huge fight. This actually is the genesis of our podcast. I know. We were so invested in the drama that we were that like, like, wait, should we talk? Over? Yeah, this was like our thing. So they got in a huge fight. They were both still, in my opinion extremely greedy wanting that coin yeah insane yeah it was so stupid over five hundred thousand dollars salary to do like one episode a week yes ma'am wild so basically drama went down and alex ended up still doing caller daddy while they kind of basically had a huge media hate campaign against sophia then Sophia fled the scene. She went dark for months. Oh, she went dark. She's and then back. her boyfriend that everyone blamed for lost his job. At that HBO. Was, yeah. Bye, suit man. Bye, suit bye, man. Bye, bye. Um, so the show that we've all been waiting for is Sophia with an F, which dropped late last week. And How she was did it? not hold back. She went for Alex and she was like, I'm talking to you, Alex, directly. 
Basically, she still. Okay, you go first. I'd only heard bits and pieces on like TikTok clips. I think she is the funnier one. Her voice drives me insane. 100% she's the funnier one. I think she's a little, like, obviously she has to address it, but she was like a little too obsessed with Alex. And it was very scripted, didn't you think? Yes. I mean, obviously both of the first episodes were scripted, but she was like really reading. And like, you know, it is hard to read out loud. Like I can barely do this. (laughs) I can barely read these hot topics a hundred percent. But yeah, she was definitely reading. um, She claims that Alex had a ghostwriter. What do yeah. we think? I mean, Bella, do Bella, you Bella, what do you think? Alice. <laughs> My Bella dog that, is growling at us while we film. <laughs> She's not. She happy. never hears me talk this loud. She looks like an old map. I love Bella. Um, yeah, she claims she has an old uh, a ghost writer. An old map. <laughs> yeah, she claims she has a ghostwriter, and then she's like, "Yeah, that's why we couldn't do any live episodes. That's why we couldn't do this and that because Alex needed her script." And she was like, "I mean, it is weird that they didn't do live when it's like that's the direction it's headed, and totally. they are set up for success with Barstool behind them. That is weird." And the whole thing was Alex was trying to make it sound like she did all the work, she did all the editing, and Sophia really addressed that. She was like. Alex, you did the editing because you brought absolutely nothing to the episodes. It was all me, all my comedy. You stole like Milf Hunter's comedy and then I would bring my shit to the table. Like it's you should have been editing because you didn't do anything. Has Alex addressed? Do no. We know? So her episode dropped today. I didn't listen to it, but all the comments were like, disappointed that you didn't talk about Sophia. How could she not? She tried to take the high road, but at this point it's like, you've already both been so petty. Let's just... I think it's thing. because Sophia at the very end was like, Alex, I'm waiting for your response. I'm waiting for everyone at Barcelona to start printing t-shirts on me, like to start doing stupid little memes. So I think like she called it out. So they probably were like, oh, if we not. do the memes, yeah. then we can't really, you know, we look like idiots. But I just love that she was the number one episode over Joe Rogan. Like she did it. Over us. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> Shocker. <kidding. laughs> over us, you know. Well, I'm interested to see if, Alex and Barstool end up retaliating at all or like taking It's really stands. funny because I listened to an old episode and they're actually so funny. And it's like, just not the same. No, it's totally not. It's not the same. But, but you got to keep moving, I guess. Yeah. That's just life. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the, the story of 2020. Like, keep it moving, <laughs> but like barely can. Yeah. Speaking of keeping it moving, Sheena Shea always trying to stay in the spotlight and keep her. <laughs> Ride to the top moving, but I mean, she's not doing it for me. So, all those girls just bug me. Sorry, they all just, of them, they just bug me. Sheena is a bit much, so she's making headlines again this week saying she'll never be friends with Lala Kent or Stassi Schroeder again. She's unfollowed them on Instagram, they returned the favor, unfollowed her, so it's done. So, but like, oh, she unfollowed Lala and Stassi, and they unfollowed her back. Oh, <gasps> Dunzo has no interest but don't, in aren't speaking. they on the same show. Oh, no, no, they yes, got fired, but sorry. I still, well, it's Stassi did, but Lala and Sheena are still on. But I genuinely, with three of the cast members pregnant, I don't know if this show's coming back, and I'm, like, crumbling at the thought of not Yeah, like, it. what once was a huge ratchet-ass show is now going like, to be, like... they can't It's going to be, like, Lamaze class. Like, what are they going to do? They're pregnant. No one liked the newbies. We want the OGs. They're all having kids. Like, I think I'm going to have to just rewatch from the beginning and just do that, like, Lisa Pam- Lisa Vanderpump's probably like, fuck. She lost both fuck, her shows, potentially. Yeah. Oh, shit. But, okay, this is funny. So, today we have a special guest. Matt, do you want to talk about her? And then I'll get into my little Yeah, I'm James so Kennedy. excited, guys. We have Alexis Bellino from Real Housewives of Orange County. Perfect timing because the new season drops yesterday. We're yes. recording early. So, 
Um, we talked to her. We're like, what Bravo shows do you still watch? She's like, she literally threw a little shade. She's like, I don't watch The Real Housewives, but I do love Vanderpump Rules. She and I were aligned. She's obsessed with VPR, just like me. She thinks the cast is hilarious. So I told her my little James Kennedy story. And I, I don't think but I've I don't talked think the about it have on heard the podcast. It. Yeah. So I want to tell you guys before I talk about it with her shortly. So on my last trip to LA... I'm going back shortly, so hopefully I'll have another story like this. I made my friend, Nicole, go with me to serve because I was obsessed, needed to see someone, just hopeful that I would get some tea, you know? Nicole had never seen or even heard of Vanderpump Rules, so she was like, why are we going here? It's a tourist trap. The food sucks. And I was like, I just, I need to go. I need my picture. So we go. James Kennedy on the DJ booth, like, going insane. He's fully hammered. That's actually, like, wait, sorry oh. to, re- to pause your story. That's so funny that he was playing, like, when they weren't filming. That he's, oh. like, actually the DJ sir. it was empty. Like, the, no. the DJ bar side was empty. So, instantly, Nicole and I are just right next to him. Like, we go up, start talking to him. Like, we were with him the entire night. He was, he was, I would say he was overly nice to us, but he was, we were the only girls he let, like, hang out in his, like, DJ booth. Yeah. And I have multiple selfies with this man. He put his headphones on me at one point and let me take over. I, oh, I didn't do anything. Wicka, wicka. I just faked mm? it. The, mm, mm, I love because that. Because he went outside to smoke a blunt. For some reason, I was buying him drinks. He fucking works there. And, like, has more money. <laughs> I was buying him drinks. I'm like, what do you want next, James? I would, like, get around. I was, like, going insane because I was just, like, so happy. Like, I need to put those headphones yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, I just want to be here like living and he was like he was very nice to us like including us in everything like taking selfies with us dancing with us we were like rapping the songs together and then i think he like entered a different dimension of like drunkness and like you know when people get blackout and they yeah. just like switch yeah totally. he like stands up on the dj booth and he's like first of all i i was not hitting on him neither was nicole we were just like having fun like turning out with him he stands up on the dj booth and yells to everyone there not directed at us but like everyone in the room and he just goes oh, i'm not having sex with any of you oh, i'm dating raquel like oh, i'm not having sex with anyone here oh, we're no. like, dude no one was trying to have sex with you like we're literally just in it for clout like what are you talking about he was about? like i just want to spin the track yeah i just want some <laughs> selfies please so that was i peaked that night obviously just totally. for the memes and alexis was here for it she loved it. Anyone who will listen to my story, she literally like put in her Google Maps, like, "Sir, like, wanted to do it the next day." Yeah, she was like, "Did you get a picture? Yeah. Like, you still talk to him?" I'm like, "Oh girl, I wish, but Raquel." <laughs> That's so, such a good story, though. Maybe I'll see him again on my trip, and we can become even better friends. Yeah, you grab those beats and just lay down the tracks. Yeah, love it. All right, let's get yeah, into our let's interview. get into our interview. It's a good one. She's so fun. She is so I love fun. Her. And she's like a very changed woman, honestly. She's like, like glowing, the way so she, positive. Yeah, the way she was portrayed on the show was very like keeping up with the Joneses. And she just seemed like a cool ass chick, you know? I really liked her. Yeah. Like, I so, feel like we just got along with her. No, totally. Love it. Totes. So um, enjoy. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I thank God every day for my life. And you would too. So welcome, Alexis, to The Gay and the Girl. For people that don't know, Alexis was on The Real Housewives of Orange County from seasons five through eight, an icon on the show, and we're so excited to have you. Thank you for coming on. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm Kirby, and this is Matt. He's the gay, obviously. So I'm the super fan. The super fan. So how are you doing in the quarantine? How's pandemic life? Oh, gosh. I mean, ask me on the day, but today is a good day. It's been really busy and... um, 
Um, you know, the kids are back. My kids are back in school. Drew's are not quite yet. He has Riverside County children. I have Orange County children. So each county is doing a little bit different um, with opening back up. But uh, my kids are back and it, they, I think they were going to lose their sanity if they didn't get back soon. So were you the school teacher when it all came, came about? Luckily, mine are 12, 12, and 13 at the time, or 14 at the time, and they- they're pretty independent. Their schools don't let, that you can't help as a parent, but, um, oh shoot, that was my yeah. alarm for you guys, so. <laughs> no worries. Minutes late. No, it was, the, it was just the reminder, the snooze. Okay, let me get that off. Um, but Drew's kids, on the other hand, were definitely school teachers for, like they, they have to have help, they're seven and nine, and it's, it is, I feel for him because it he, there's passwords and logins and all the all the stuff everyone else in America is going through right now. Yeah, yeah. So crazy it's hard. Many times. Yeah. And trying to work while doing that is just not not. It's a nightmare. We can just be honest. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, your life on Instagram looks so much different now that than when you were on the show. I would say you look so happy. Can you tell me about your life now post the show? I just, I, I guess, well, the, first of all, the show helped me really find who I am and helped me uh, get thicker skin. As you guys know, if you're in any kind of social media outlet, you're, you're scrutinized and you, you have all this bashing that goes on. Um, the show definitely helped me become a stronger woman and just a stronger individual. But um, I just know what true happiness is now. Like I really there's nothing I need. There's nothing I want. It's just my life is simple and we are, we just laugh all the time together. I think laughter is like seriously huge. Yeah. He's my best friend and our, you know, we love our kids. So we have that in common. Like we just love, we really love all the same things in life. Like we love the water. We love just chilling sometimes. I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's just yeah. really cool. It seems like you live like a really normal, fun life. Instead of these people, they go on the show, then they go off and they try to kind of keep up and still go to the parties. But you just seem, from your Instagram, obviously, as a, as a viewer, you just seem like it's so fun and organic. When you have five kids, you don't have time to do anything but be organic because we've now merged our families. So we're like the Brady Bunch. And yeah. there is no, there is, there's many times we, Drew and I, before quarantine, had to pass up red carpets or pass up super big parties we were supposed to go to because when you share your kids 50% of the time, you're not passing them up for something in Hollywood or something else. Like it's, it's, we want to be with our children. Yeah. 50%. And, and we're on the same custody schedule, which works great because we have our kids okay. together. Um, so then we can actually be a family unit 50% of the time. Um, but you know, it's, it's a hard, it's hard guys, because that was the life I had. And then I do still want to have all of that fun and do all of that. But but when it comes to looking your children in the eyes and being like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get you a sitter and go up to Hollywood for tonight. It just doesn't, it doesn't set well with me. And maybe I've yeah. always kind of been more of a homebody than, yeah. than the Hollywood body. I don't know. Well, you are glowing. You look so happy. We yeah. love to see it. We're here for it. So do you still watch Bravo ever? What are your favorite franchises? All that fun stuff. Well, I love Bravo and they'll always be near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. I mean, on quarantine, obviously we all watch a little bit more, but we are still very busy and we try to keep our kids out on the water and doing, 
you know, thank God we have a boat because if we didn't, our kids would have gone crazy during this quarantine with five of them stuck in a house together. But I just think that um, my favorite is is Vanderpump Rules. Oh. I just love it. Kirby's Mine favorite. Kirby's favorite. My bread and butter. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's it's nonsense, but it's just really fun. Have you met anyone from that show ever? Um, we've definitely run into, I remember a couple times we were filming even at the same, in the same spot when I was on the housewives then, but it would be more like it was a working environment and I don't hang out in LA a ton. So, I mean, if I ever see them, we're nice and happy and say hi, but it's not, I, I'm not like buddy, buddy with anybody on there. Yeah. But they're really fun. I'd love to be. <laughs> I, I had this one night I made my friend, I was visiting LA, I made her take me to Sir, and luckily James Kennedy was there. I was like, yes, finally I'll have an intro to someone. Did you meet him? Oh yeah, I have so many selfies with him. I, I think I'll be friends with him, yeah. like, probably. You're like, take my Instagram. Can we just... I, I definitely <laughs> slid in the DM after, but he was in her account, so it's a no-go. <laughs> yeah, no-go. Which of your favorite other of the other franchises was your favorite of the Housewives? Uh, I've always loved Jersey. I love Beverly Hills. And other than that, honestly, I haven't, you know, I haven't watched a lot of the other ones just because they keep popping up and there's so many. I feel like I'd be glued behind the TV all day long if I was trying to keep up with all those. Yeah. Yeah. Keep up with. Have you caught up with any of the OC? And what, do you plan on watching this upcoming season? This one? Uh, we'll, we'll see, but I mean, I'm still friends with Kelly Dodd. I'm friends with Lydia. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm friends. I'm pretty much friends with all, most of them. I mean, when you talk about like, who do you actually stay in contact with? Um, my, I've just, it's really more about me and uh, during quarantine, especially I've just really kind of become more of an, not an introvert. I wouldn't say, but I've definitely just quarantined down. So I don't see them as much. And everybody's life, like when Lydia and I text, it's like, she, she has events a lot now. She has the other spinoff on Bravo's um, web zone. I'm sure you guys know about yeah, that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's super funny. So I, I just, um, I don't think I can keep up with all of the housewives. How are you connected to Kelly? I love that. How are you friends? Uh, yeah, I like her a lot. Were you friends with her before? before like I, I had met her. Yes, I had met her before Bravo, um, and then uh, we just, we just, I don't know. I guess we get each other. She's just hysterical to me. That's amazing. She's a, we she's love a good Kelly. I feel like she carries that show, really, on her back. Well, maybe she took over Tamara's role. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. so we're going to get into that, but what do you think of Tamara and Vicky being fired, maybe being let go, not asked back? Released. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, it's all this. It all means the same. Um, well, okay. I'm gonna be really honest. Yeah, I, I had really grown close to Vicky. Like I, I felt like her and I were were good friends. And then when Jim and Tamara got into the lawsuit, which did not include me because I was already divorced from Jim. So now Alexis and Jim Bellino are no longer. It's Jim Bellino, Alexis Bellino. We're separate. But when the divorce happened, or when the um, lawsuit happened, that's happening now still. Tamara, I heard, told Vicky, you can't, which from a very reliable source, mind you, because I don't believe in hearsay and listen to hearsay, but um, it was funny because Vicky had stopped posting on my Instagram and we had been talking about like, let's get together with Stephen Drew and this and that. And then all of a sudden she just went silent. And I know it's because of the lawsuit, which I have nothing to do with, but she yeah. was like, I can't be friends with Alexis anymore if if, you know, cause Tamara's in her ear and, you know, obviously Tamara and I don't see eye to eye and we don't, yeah. uh, we are 
there is not one thing in our DNA that is the same. That's all I'll say. There, we are such different people from mind, spirit, like everything in life is polar opposites. Um, and I really, I, I never liked her and I'm not a suck up. So I'm just like, eh, okay, I'm kind of glad they're both off and move on and let's, you know, rebrand. The show. Meat, right. Time for fresh meat. Fresh meat. Don't and you by the way, when you're selling your soul that much to stay on a show, I feel like at some point the universe is going to catch up with you, whatever you believe in, whether it's Jesus, whether it's whatever religion you have, at some point it is going to come back to you because I feel like, and for Vicky, it's like, she finally met the right guy. She, she oh, the loser Brooks. So it's like, why are you on it? Like, just, just they're such cute. Too. They're so cute yeah. together. That's why I'm sad. I'm kind of sad for that. I really, I really do love Vicky. I'm just, I'm kind of the girl that like, once you cross the line, I don't go back. So, yeah. so Vicky crossed the line by saying goodbye to me to go with a two-faced friend who's only going to be her friend while she can make a dollar but then she'll cut Vicky's right arm off and then her left foot off to stay on any kind of real at, you know, I, I don't know. It just all is too much for me. And I just don't, I don't want to bring my children into that. I don't have time for it. It's not my thing. Do, do you have any opinions on the two new girls, Gina and Emily? You know what? Oh, well, Emily and I are friends and you saw us have a lunch together yeah, yeah. last season. Um, we had a lunch together. So love her. I haven't met Gina in person. Um, but I did meet, meet Bronwyn, Bronwyn and her husband, um, out one night at dinner, super sweet people. I don't know them on a level of like, how are you? Who are like, like what's going on in your life today? But they're super sweet people. So that's all I know. Do you think the OC needs kind of a celebrity power? Like Beverly Hills, like Chris Jenner's in talks, like Kathy Hilton. They, I feel like Lisa Renner, they have all these celebrities. Or do you think it's a different vibe? It's like the OG, it's these housewife women from the OC. What do you think about bringing a celebrity onto that franchise? Well, the, the housewife started out as just being the normal, typical yeah, girl. Normal, yeah. mom, right? Mom that is hot, that has kids and has a big, beautiful backyard. Like that's how it started. And and it kind of has morphed into this. And I think they have to do whatever it takes to, to stay relevant and to keep the show going. I mean, what, what reality shows last 13 or 14 years? Not many. There's not many you can name. So yeah. if, it, if it takes getting a few celebrities from here too, I mean, go for it. I, I wish them all the luck. And I, I love watching Beverly Hills with the celebrities or without the celebrities. I mean, I think... Beverly Hills is great. This past season was not the greatest. A little bit whack, but I think they... Whack or boring? Whack or boring? Both. Both. We didn't get the <laughs> Denise and Brandy. They should have had Brandy on the um, after show reunion, whatever. But I feel like they can't survive without the celebrity aspect yeah. of that one. It, it, it's kind of cool to watch. I don't know. I, I like it. So let's go back a little more high level. How was your experience on Real Houses of Orange County, and how were you cast? Basically, they the show started four years before I was cast or was even in negotiations with them. Um, Gina Q, who was one of the originals, um, had I, we just knew her from Jim and I were married at this time, obviously, but we had just known each other through Mastros or charity events or real estate because we were at that point Jim and I were flipping a lot of homes and just in that business. So she just one night walks up to me at Mastro's and is like, Alexis, I turned your name in. And I, I have, at this point I had two year old twin daughters and a three year old son. And I'm like, what? 
and my dad had just passed away. So I was like, and he had been living with us. I was like in no mindset to do any kind of a TV show. Hadn't even thought about it. Didn't even, wasn't even in my realm of thinking. I just wanted to be a good mom. And the interview process started. And then that, that's, that's really how it happened. And did you enjoy your time through the four seasons you were on? Would you say? Would you? Each year was different. The first year I loved it, but I was so naive. I was like the most I was actually really dumb. I, I thought it was like real, t- real, real reality. Like they just really wanted to follow me around my life and like, yeah. okay, boop, do doop, 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 follow me with my changing my diapers and this and that. And it was, it was obviously so much more and there's so much more involved and there's so much more just behind the scenes, like what you have to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wasn't so, so season one loved season two and three horrible. So then I quit at season three, which I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I quit season three, um, after season three. So I wasn't going to go back for the fourth time. Was that seven? That was seven. That would have right? been seven. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to bring up seven cause I just rewatched it, but keep going. And then I'll, well, go ahead. I mean, it's, we can diverge. Well, I was going to say, I thought that reunion was 100% planned the way that they packaged those segments. Did, did you think that it was kind of, it was just everybody on you? I completely felt planned. Oh, here, Prince wants to say hi. He's scratching mommy's legs. Okay, say hi, Prince. Hi. Yeah, I did my new... He has, like, little eyebrows. He's so cute. (laughs) I know, he looks like a deer. I was like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Here, sit on this chair. Um, Anyways, I... um, So, three, yes, I definitely felt like a lot of that whole... Everything about two and three, I felt like I was just, it was, I was, had a bullseye, a target on my back, all of that. And, and so that's what made me finally realize, like, I can't do this. It's going to, it's going to kill me in five years. It's not worth it. No amount of money and no fame. I I wasn't even into fame because I, I didn't, I wasn't looking for a TV show. They came to me. So, um, I quit. And then the funny thing is, is that they reached back out to me while they were still casting for season four. And they're like, Alexis, please, will you come back? And I did go back from many, many talks with them. Um, it was really hard decision for us to make, but I was like, okay, I feel after talking to them and explaining my heart, hearing what they were going to say and some, uh, some things we agreed upon, I went back and then I was ready to stay after season four. I was ready to stay. Yeah, and you were back on track. You've, and then they let me go. And then they're like, see, I got the I got the boot like Tamara and Vicky, which I'm honest and open about and don't have any issues with, right? So I'll own it and I'll shut up about it. Fine, you let me go. Then that means God has another door to open for me. But it was just funny because like I quit and then they let they did the greatest. Oh, season four, if you haven't watched it yet, I'm not sure if you heard my season eight for me. Yeah. was awesome because they portrayed like a little bit more of like, our real life instead of just yeah. mm-hmm. all the fighting. And then they let me go. And I'm like, Oh, good God. <laughs> so then I was kind of sad. I had to get over did that. They, did they let you bring in Lydia? Was that had anything to do with you bringing in coming back to season eight or was that a separate cast and you just knew her? No, no, no. We, um, Lydia and I did. It's funny because Lydia and I met and she was in casting for season seven. She came on on season seven and she was, or did she come on on season eight? You guys eight. Eight. On eight. Yeah, we had met. Um, we had met because we lived in homes across the street from each other in a community called Ritz Cove at the time. My dog okay. is just dying right now. He is needing attention. You are being high maintenance, okay? Um, and so she, anyways, she kept it from me for like two months and didn't tell me that she was in negotiations with Bravo 
And then when she got it, she came and was like, I've been hiding something from you, but I'm going to be the new housewife. And I'm like, what? We've been doing all these play dates and hanging out together and you were, you yeah. me? so it was pretty cool. Can I ask you about a scene when, when you were really trampled on in season seven and then the first, I think first or couple, first or second episode of season eight, Tamara had that party. And I think Lydia or someone invited you to go and you did. Was that production or did you go? I thought you were in the right to go and kind of extend the, the olive branch. I just think that was such a famous scene and, and that really set up that season. Was that, were you, did you want to go or was that more production? You know, we have to start the storyline. It really, it really was a very difficult decision for me and I didn't want to go. Yeah. And I, I mean, who would? Get the fuck out! Sorry. I said the only way I'm going to go is if I know a... Tamara won't hit me and Tamara won't yeah. throw me out of the party. And I was told that that wouldn't happen and it happened. So yeah, it was, Life it was just one of those things where, where I could have gotten really white trash and gone to her level. And I just, I was like, I need to hold my, it's so hard. It's so hard. I mean, I just, it's yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that's in the past because I don't need that in my life right now. Yeah, and she called you pretty nasty things. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, well, my whole, my whole four, my, my first year, no, but then my second, third, and fourth year, it was, yeah, horrible. It's okay. I'm not going to use words like that against her. I'm just, she doesn't, she's not a, she, it, yeah. What about Heather Dubrow? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Heather? And Terry. I'm really mad at Heather for a lot of, for like two years because she bought into a lot of it just from hearsay and not getting to truly know me and to know like what I stood for and like to become my friend. And then it's really funny with her because our, our kids, two of our kids are the same age and they were in acting camps together for many, many months. And, um, she before, even before that though, like a year or two after a year after I got off the show, I was still going to Bravo. You know, you still, I still attend the Bravo events and things, but I was in LA and she pulled me aside and she was just like, I just want to apologize to you. And she was like extending the olive branch on several occasions. Just like, I, I, I'm so sorry for how I treated you. I'm so sorry for what happened. And I wasn't really ready to hear it at that point. I was still so mad. Yeah. And then, and then once our, our children became friends, I, I realized it's like, you know what, life's too short. And, and so we're like, we're friends now. Like I, I'm, I have no problems with her. I forgive her. For what she did, I do think she was blindsided, and I think she was um, just sucked into something that she didn't understand fully at the time. And yep. then she judged me on that because I was the out, I was supposed to be the outcast that season, and I was supposed to be the one that was ganged up on. And I think now, for how many apologies that I've gotten from her, that she really wished she would have behaved differently on there. So that's when I can forgive someone is when they're sincere, and when I truly believe that they they learned from something that they did that was incredible. I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's good. Yeah. When you're going through, you know, your shitstorm season, I feel like everyone has one. Do you realize that it's just kind of, it's your time? Or do you go home and you're like, ah, try to explain it away and vent to everybody? Or do you kind of just shut it off? You're like, I know this is my season to go through shit. Like, what I didn't your know because I'm so naive and that's where I feel kind of stupid from doing the show. And now, like now with, with as m more mature I am now and what I've learned internally and just from going through a divorce, which is one of the worst things in your entire life you can ever go through just to pick up all those pieces and then reflect on my four years on the show. 
I feel like I would be so different now. First of all, I would never hold back from my true feelings of what I would say because a lot of times I'd get out there on the reunion or even in a scene that we were filming and I would just bite my tongue because, you know, the Bible says guard your tongue. And so I would be like, okay, I need to, I don't want my children when they're this age now going back and watching the show. And I, I just didn't want my children to watch that and go back and say, okay, my mom is not a, a, an upstanding woman. Like I want them to look at me and go, okay, she held her own. She, she did the right thing even when she was getting beaten down, but it's hard. And I, I really, my hat goes off to all the women that are still on the show. Yeah. yeah. So what is one thing that you learned about yourself during the time on the show, good or bad? I, I definitely speak before thinking. I definitely, um, is even as educated as I am. I mean, I graduated from University of Missouri with a bachelor's degree, 3.8 grade point average, 4.5 grade point average from high school. I, I'm not a dumb idiot, but it definitely, sometimes I just say whimsical things that make me seem <laughs> like an airhead. But I also love to have fun. I truly believe in life. You can't go through life being such a robot and so all the time, like everything perfect. I just, I just like life and I, I've learned I have to like think before I speak sometimes and and a lot of times what I say is not what I mean it just for some reason it comes out and then I'm like wait, wait that that's not exactly what I meant to say but so a lot of that you know and just to have thicker skin like not to take everything so personal and now I get I I, I give it back to some of those trolls on Instagram and I know people say it's don't do that but I sometimes I'll scroll down and it'll just it'll just irk me in that moment and I'm like, you know what? And I won't say it in a totally negative way, but I'll be like, check yourself. Like go, and I'll call them out. And I'm like, and I'm going to leave your comment up so everyone can see how silly you are. And how, yeah. you know, like, sometimes you just need to. I mean, obviously you can't do everyone, but sometimes you just need to do a good clap back. We love that. I, I think so. I mean, a lot of people would say, don't do that. Don't waste your time. But I, oh, I they're here for it. read them back, read them back. Okay, just a couple more. Would you <laughs> ever come back to the show? And are you still in t like talks with, touch with Bravo and production at all? Um, well, definitely. I mean, last year is when they had me go back and do that other scene. Um, yeah. I, I have always, for the past year, I've been adamant about, no, I'm, I'm not going back on the show. I truly feel like if there's anything else, we went on below deck, Drew and I did. So yeah. I'm still, I love Bravo. I, I, they, they're like family to me. Um, but I, I think housewives for me is what chapter is closed just because I'm, I feel exhausted having the five kids and just trying to deal with our schedules with that. I, I'm just in a new place and I don't want the toxic like fights at every dinner party I go to and worrying if someone's going to throw water, wine in my face when we're grown adult women. I, I don't know. It's just, I think, I, I think it's a chapter that's closed. Yeah. And that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Maybe you can make a guest appearance on Vanderpump Rules. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Put that out there. Put that in the universe. Plant the seed. I could be like, I could be like the godmother to one of the parents or like the grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> they might be the next generation of housewives. Who knows? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. They could totally morph into that. Yeah. Great. Well, what is next for you? Anything in, in the pipeline or anything you want to plug? Um... Well, Alexis by Glitzy Bella is still my passion. It is an accessory, you know, jewelry, fashion line. We're still branching off. Like we did a few items of clothing. We might go back to that. Alexis Couture and Alexis by Talshin were just way too much work. Um, yeah. Alexis Couture was my own baby. Like I literally 
sought after all that fabric, every button, every pattern. I it was like I went to the pattern maker to make it with them. It was so much time, and maybe when my children are all in high school or in um, college, I'm sorry, in college, I would revisit that because it was so much fun and it is a passion. But for right now, I'm just a full time mom. And um, Drew and I are, are trying to figure something out that we want to do together on top of his other job, basically a business we would go in together that um, he would still keep his full-time career, but I could run it. Um, so there, there's just a lot. I mean, there's a lot that we are looking into. So Love that. I have a couple of goals, for sure. But quarantine needs to end before we can have any of this stuff. Yeah. Like, we need to get back to life. <laughs> We're waiting for it. Yes. The worst. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. We love talking to you. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you guys and in, in virtual. Yeah. And awesome. Have a great rest of the week. All right, guys. <laughs>